You're listening to the essential WFDU-FM HD1 Teaneck, the New York metro area's premier public music station at 89.1 megahertz and worldwide at WFDU.FM. Lara Herskovich, a song from her album, a new album called Misfits, a song called The Bravest Thing. I'm Ron Alesco, and you're listening to Traditions on WFDFM 89.1 on your dial. Today's show is uh, celebrating the Northeast 
Regional Folk Alliance, which which took place last weekend, a conference that was held in Stamford, Connecticut. Hundreds of artists from all across the Northeast and beyond attended, showcasing their talents and uh, sharing their, their music and stories and helping to perpetuate this lovely folk community that we're all part of. And there was some wonderful formal showcases, which I mentioned earlier, uh, showcases that were selected by uh, a jury of, 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 of people in the community. And it was an amazing two nights of music. One of the performers was none other than Lara Haskovich. And Lara is with us on the phone today. If I've, if I've done all my technical things right, Lara, are you there? I am here. Ah, good to hear you. Well, welcome to the show. I'm, I'm so glad you're here. I'm sorry you couldn't be here today, but we, we should explain to our audience that you are uh, a, a very good aunt. And uh, also because I'm a, a soccer lover, I understand you were attending <laughs> your, your nephew's uh, soccer game. Uh, I sure was. I sure was. I played in Luray or Luray. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Virginia last night. Not uh-huh. sure what day it is. And then woke up this morning, got myself down to Charlottesville, where the Cavaliers advanced from the round of 16 in the NCAA what? tournament to the Elite Eight. So luckily, they they did well. Very nice. I I, I love this. I, the NCAA soccer is, is always an exciting tournament. I'm, I'm glad you you have a nephew in there participating. And uh, how did he do today? He he well he didn't play today but ah. he he just he's he's great okay. he's great he's talented and yeah it's all good well we wish him luck and uh, hey thank we, you we wish you a lot of luck I mean first of all I wanted to say what an amazing performance you gave last last Saturday night at, at the Northeast Regional Folk Alliance uh, it thank was so you. so good to see you on stage there and. Uh, uh, your new album, Misfit, has been been wonderful, receiving a lot of airplay across the country. Uh, how many recordings have you made now? This is, uh, what, your third or fourth, or maybe I'm I'm off by <laughs> you that. Know, what, well, when you ask an artist, right, like, it depends on how you count. <laughs> um, technically, there are six, but there are two that I really don't talk about anymore. <laughs> so, you know, I guess I should just be proud of all of them and uh, say six. Right. But really, there's like four that I've that I feel like still represent my writing today. Uh-huh. Well, you, you, the, your new one is, is, is just lovely. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've known you for a few years now, and I, I see you as advancing as an artist. Uh, tell us about the CD. Uh, oh, uh, what, what, what did you do differently on this one? What, what, as part of your growth, what was your, uh, what was your plan as you went into the studio? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, and, you know, I'm just, I think like most of, most of the artists that I know, we're really just committed to to getting better and growing. It's that Ray Charles quote, I never wanted to be famous, I only wanted to be great. And um, so I'm completely committed to that. And this was, a, this was a big leap for me in the recording process because the last two albums, I partnered with the late, great John Jennings, who is most known for his work with Mary Chapin Carpenter. Sure. And I kind of handed over the work to him, showed up simply as the artist and let him produce. And this time I wanted to, John had passed very sadly and miss him terribly all the time, as do we all. And this time I decided it was time for me to take the reins back a little bit. So I asked around in the community, found a terrific musician and producer and studio in Cambridge. In the, it's called the Mini Studio in, uh, by Adam Michael Rothberg. And he and I decided to co-produce instead. So that was actually really fun to just know that I could trust my instincts. And Adam brings just such a great spirit and talent and 
um, positivity. We were really, we were just a great team right away. And that was how he was recommended to me. And I was just thrilled to work with him all along. And, you know, we would sometimes disagree on which course to take, to take but we would, you know, box it out. And the best idea won. And it was just so fun all along. So I, my, the record before this was a concept album all weaving around themes related to the civil rights crisis, the human rights crisis of mass incarceration in America. I'm super proud of it. Glad to have taken a stand as an artist, as a person, to um, try to raise awareness about that issue, which is still super prevalent today. This album, I wanted to let it be a little more lighthearted, let it be a little more eclectic, and hopefully I think that that comes across in listening. Oh, it re- it really does, and uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of surprised, and and uh, that you know, you you hadn't worked with um with Adam before. I mean, it really sounds like you two hit a hit a real groove there. Um, yeah. And it's always difficult when you're working with somebody you don't know, and, and as an artist that continues to grow to, to to trust that. So that was really, really amazing and a really wonderful accomplishment on this recording. Um, Thank you. Uh, you. Now, for for our friends who don't know you yet, you are uh, the former. Um, what what was your title? The the, the uh, for Connecticut, the state state troubadour of Connecticut. That's it. Uh-huh. So you can refer to me as either a true before or a true but no more, depending on your preference. I thought it was hilarious when my friend Pierce became a true but no more, and that was what I called him for two years, and then it and then it turned into me. Right. <laughs> now I don't think it's quite as funny. <laughs> but yeah, I was the Connecticut state troubadour, which is an honorary appointment, um, jury selection also. It's a two-year position, and one represents the state as a cultural ambassador and plays some performances for the state, like, you know, Excellence in the Arts Awards ceremonies and, and that sort of thing. And, yeah, just a real a real honor. It was a joy and happily connected me more deeply to my state. And, yeah, it, sure. it was a great... Yeah, great door opener. Well, you're you're a great choice because not only you're a wonderful songwriter, but you have a unique um, ability to blend in styles, American folk music with a little blues, some pop, some jazz in there, and it it just comes out in a, in a wonderful mix. And it's it's, it's certainly prevalent on, on your on your new CD. Um, you, you also mentioned before about uh, your your previous album. Now, now you've done a lot of work as a a, a policy social worker. Uh, working yep. uh, for U.S., Latin America, and Asia on behalf of uh, disadvantaged people. Could could you tell yeah. us a little about that work? Sure. I think it, um, t- it does tie into to your music, obviously. It totally does. And one of the things I love about our folk music community is that it's full of really smart people who care deeply about playing their part, each of us playing our own part in making the world a, a better place in, in a, a wide variety of ways. So I, I've always been a musician. I started writing songs when I was eight. But I didn't know I was a musician <laughs> until much later. Um, so I've been writing songs all along. Meanwhile, was all planning on going to law school, studied political science in college, was all queued up in a law school, deposit down, had you know a place to live, all that. And then at the very last minute, I started volunteering at a, a local soup kitchen and homeless shelter in order to beef up a Peace Corps application. And... Walking into that homeless shelter really changed everything. So instead of going to law school, I decided I still I knew I still wanted to do policy work, but I decided instead to go the social work route. And so I got an MSW in policy and planning and community organizing. And ever since then, I've been in the field in various ways. So, yeah, I started out working for an international non-governmental organization called Save the Children, 
um, doing support and technical assistance to field offices around the world, lots of which were, in my case, in Latin America, a little bit in Asia, um, a tiny bit in Africa, in helping put together programs to look at early childhood development, giving young kids birth to six opportunities to, to develop in a healthy way, and um, youth development, primary school education, adult literacy, that sort of thing. And then to do that work, I spent a lot of time alone, and I started, I was a piano player, technically, not a very good one at the time. In order to survive spiritually and emotionally doing that work, I started bringing a guitar with me to, you know, really everywhere I went around the globe. And that was when I realized that I was, I really am a musician, and really a musician first. And so in the middle of some of that travel, I got up on my on on the stage for my first open mic night, not really knowing what to expect, what to, but, you know, pretty scared, and stood up there, played two songs, and just immediately knew that I was home and that this was something that I needed to, to really pursue more seriously. And so ever since then, I've been working to just hone the craft and learn how to be a better artist, better singer, poet, performer, comedian, um, and, yeah, just trying to make it work. So yeah. since then, I started doing domestic social work. I was doing community grant making for our foundation for a while, worked for a nonprofit doing environmental protection for a little while, and now I'm at a place part-time, three days a week, doing juvenile justice policy and advocacy. It's been almost nine years now, mm. and they're really supportive of my music career. As I said, I just, to bring the two worlds together, I just did a concept album about mass incarceration and raising awareness through folk music storytelling. It's still the same genre very much um, and still very relatable, but just trying to shine a light on, on what I think the, the U.S. Should, should be and could be um, doing a more effective job of, of fixing. So for sure, the two worlds talk to each other very, very deeply. Oh, that's great because it's sometimes so hard to wear two hats like that, but it seems like you've, you've found that way to, to blend it together <laughs> and make it I'm work trying. together. <laughs> it's not always easy. <laughs> uh, I can imagine it's not always easy. Well, I, I want to share one of the songs from your new CD, and um, this one struck me when I first heard it. It's a song called Wonder Wheel, and maybe it's because, you know, Coney Island's not far from here, but I have a feeling it's a little bit deeper than just about that Coney Island. Could, could you introduce <laughs> this one for us? Uh, sure. I, I've Well, I'll start by saying I've never been to Coney Island, um, but it's certainly just iconic in sort of American cultural uh, awareness and history, and I, so I did a lot of research on it. There was a, a photography exhibit that first kind of piqued my interest and and at the time I was I was actually co-writing a musical and the char the main character was based out in New York City in Queens and so I had him in Coney Island reflecting on the world and trying to make sense of the craziness of the world so for sure it's not just about Coney Island it's a, it's a metaphor for the, the political environment, the social environment, the cultural confusion that's just swirling around all of us right now. Of all the places a person calls home, he wishes his wasn't the Coney Island cyclone. Nothing makes sense in this make-believe world. House of mirrors 
and the tilt a whirl. The wonder wheel lifts him up and lets him down. He dreams of the day he'll leave this Step right this way. Saccharin smiles, anxious eyes. Everyone hopes the high wire stays tight. He prefers to hover at 200 feet in search of two arms on the flying trapeze. Wonder Wheel lifts him up and lets him down. He dreams of the day he'll leave this town. The only ones around, Carney Barkers and clowns. The mask becomes the face. This way. Step right this way Everyone's guessing But there's no doubt Everyone's lonesome But no one reaches out Everyone's talking But no one can tell That everyone's frightened But no one calls for help such a beautiful song uh, a metaphor wonder wheel and it's sung by lara herskovich who, who was on the phone with us today and uh traveling back home to connecticut and uh, i'm glad she's been able to spend some time with us uh lara that, that that's such a beautiful re- recording and and um the orchestration on that I, I i i think i've seen you perform that solo but uh going into a studio uh, as you said before you, you know you kind of you know, put yourself in the hands of Adam Rothberg, who put this together. Uh, but w- w- was it? Um, uh, how do I say this? Was it? Was it? Was it different for you to to to, to, in, to, to encompass that song? I mean, what was that? Your vision of it? Uh, you know, with all the the circus atmosphere and the, the sounds mm-hmm. of Coney Island. Yeah, it's a it's a great question. Yes, for sure. I always envisioned it as a circus song, which is why I wrote it in three four what it blossomed into. So there are moments when you co-produce where you grab the wheel and say. We're taking a left right now. I don't care if you want to go right. You know, like if there are kids in the back and you right, say, right. nope, I'm driving. We're going this way. In that case, I handed it to Adam, and and he's just got such skill and such a, a sense of song and such a versatility in what he can offer. 
I wasn't even around when he found that um, calliope part, and uh-huh. I came back. I when I came back and heard it, I just I, it was just perfect. It he is. Just, he hit the, he hit it out of the park. <laughs> uh, this, this whole album is is a, is a home run. I mean, you you did such a, such a lovely job on this one, and, and you you've got a, a CD release party coming up in Connecticut. Uh, when when is that taking place? Yes. Yes, you're asking me details when I'm very sleep deprived. <laughs> oh, sorry. Staring at this gorgeous sunset in Virginia uh. and like dreaming right here. No, no, I, can, I think <laughs> I can do this. Uh, the CD release, actually, um, Adam Michael Rothberg is going to join me, as is the percussionist Fabio Pirozzolo. Uh-huh. I just learned how to fully, properly say his name, so that <laughs> makes me happy. Um, it'll be Friday, December the 9th. At 7:30 at the Southington, this is a brand new venue, very beautiful new historic building that they just were able to complete a five-year um, effort to save it. It's the Southington Cultural Arts Center in Connecticut, which is basically mid-state, so mm-hmm. hopefully easy access from from lots of different places, including um, all the places where WFDU is is heard. That's great. I I hope you have a nice turnout for that, and uh, I hope a lot of people will will check out the CD. This was released uh, during the summer, correct? I I I know I've been playing it for for a while. This is your official release coming out now, correct? Yeah, this is just (laughs) when you remember back um, a a song ago when you said it's easy to balance everything or make it look easy to balance everything. Uh. I did. I think uh, I remember I played the Roots on the River Festival up in Bellows Falls, Vermont, and that was the first place where I physically had it. I got them like the day before that festival. So yeah, that was very early June. And you know, six months later feels like the perfect time sure. to be released gig. Uh, just <laughs> in know, time. Just in time. Just in time for the holidays too. That's perfect planning. Huh? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, we'll play the holiday songs. It's art it's just artist math. That's how I do it. Right. <laughs> well you're you're from New England originally. Have you always lived in Connecticut or you've been in other parts of, the, of New England? Uh, I've been in other parts. Yeah, I was born born in Connecticut, raised in New York State in Westchester County, very very rural part of New York State, um, and then finished high school in Connecticut, college in Massachusetts, grad school in Connecticut, and yeah, I live in in Connecticut, the Nutmeg State uh-huh. now, and family in Vermont and Virginia. So yeah, I do I do seem to be a Northeasterner. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I assume that's you know that's where you do most of your your, your performing um, but have you toured around the country in different areas uh, um, experiencing you know other festivals and such yeah for sure i mean that's that's the trick right is how to jump from being yeah a local artist to a regional artist and then how to jump from being a regional artist to a bigger region and then ultimately national and, and some international so yeah i i really like to think of my um travel my easily relatively easily travel area now is east coast Mm-hmm. Um, I do go into Chicago, you know, once every other year, and so yeah, I spent a, I spent a bunch of time in actually the Deep South for a little while, touring Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida. Um, so I'm trying to keep up with that, and you know, just still trying to figure out how to make it work. With, yeah, uh, you know, working three days a week doing juvenile justice work, and I, you know, hopefully at some point in the near future, it's gonna it's gonna make more sense. Uh-oh. I w- we wish you luck with this. I, I Thank wa- you. I, wa- I want to play another song now. Um, this is another one that's always struck me. It's called Buddha on My Back. Um, mm-hmm. Tell us about this one. Um, well, this is probably as close to religion as I get. You know, I, I, um, I was raised, my, my dad's side is Jewish, my mom's side is Protestant, and I, we, my sisters and I, were not raised with 
formal religion. So we were left to really just kind of figure it out for ourselves, which, as far as I'm concerned, is a beautiful thing. And as you've heard me say before, I, I, my church and temple and mosque and so on is, is music. Um, so, yeah, I, was, I have a little Buddha, I have a you know, decent-sized Buddha statue in my home. And I was just staring at it for a while and thinking, like, what if, what if I could just carry around all that wisdom? And put Buddha in a backpack and take Buddha with me wherever I go and, you know, internalizing all of that. It's all obviously metaphorical because the statue would be heavy to carry around, uh, literally. <laughs> and then I, you know, realized, like, actually it's Buddha that carries me. And uh, so, yeah, it's really just my attempt at making sense. You know, some songs are um, a, a lens that's really zoomed in on one particular person's story. And this one was my was a moment in this album to just take a take a higher view, take a higher altitude and and look at the bigger picture and see kind of where I am and how do I how do I process it all and make sense of all of it on a spiritual level. Waiting for my wings to catch the air. I want to be floating all the way up there take any road
some good words of inspiration in there. Buddha on my back. That is from Lara Herskovich, and Lara's on the phone with us right now. And and uh, Lara, I, I really appreciate you, you know, pulling over to the side of the road and uh, <laughs> taking some time out of your journey home to, to chat with us today. And uh, um, it's just a, a lovely album. Misfit is the title. And if our, our audience wants to find out more, what, where can they find out? Where, what is your website? Yeah, the most central location would be my website. So that's uh, spelled like it sounds. And if you Google anything even close to my name, I promise you'll find <laughs> me. So it's Lara, L-A-R-A, and Herskovich is H-E-R-S-C-O-V-I-T-C-H. But again, the easier thing to do to try to then try to remember I misspelled my own last name <laughs> on my second CD. Oh. I left the T out. Like, oh. I never noticed. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so funny. So don't worry if you can't spell it. Just Google anything close to Lara Herskovich, and you'll you'll find me. Right. You could also probably Google amazing voice, terrific songwriter, and I bet your name's going <laughs> to pop pop up right there. Well, Lara- See, and you wonder why I was, I was happy to pull over by the side of the road, watch this gorgeous sunset somewhere in rural Virginia, and listen to you compliment me. So thank you, Ron. I appreciate Oh, well, thank but you. But really, I'm a fan of traditions. I, I want to thank you for everything that you do for our folk music community because, you know, it makes a really big difference, and you're a, a hugely important member of the community, and I'm, and I'm proud and happy to be associated with your show. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And, and I just want you to know you have an open invitation. Anytime you're traveling through New Jersey, be sure to stop by our studios. We, we'd love to okay. see you again. Thank you. Well, we're going to play one more song as we say goodbye now. Um, This is the song, Will the Circle Be Unbroken and the Flame. Uh, Explain this one to us as well. Uh, I I got invited to play a Pete Seeger tribute concert at a beautiful venue in Connecticut, New London, called Friday Night Folk. They have an annual Pete Seeger tribute concert. And so I chose, I thought, oh, well, let's do Will, Will the Circle Be Unbroken for the finale. Well, I had never actually learned the song before. I knew the chorus. I assumed it was about linking arms and leadership and all of us connecting to change the world for the better and so on. I sat down to learn the song because they said, sure, that's a great idea. Let's do it. When I sat down to actually learn it, I realized quickly that it's actually a very depressing funeral song. And so I did what I think is the job of modern American folk artists. Um, I, I decided to rewrite it. So I kept the structure, I kept the chorus, the melody, um, and I wrote a number of new verses to bring in all of the important, not there are certainly more than are just in, that, in the song, but to, to highlight some of the significant social movements of today and what, what needs our attention. Well, we thank you for doing that. And again, we thank you for, uh, for for talking to us today. And just in case any state troopers are listening, she's not talking while driving. She's pulled over to the side of the road. <laughs> she's doing the right thing. So setting a good example of once again. Uh, Lara Haskovich, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again real soon. Ron, thanks for having me on Traditions. I appreciate it. To the leader. Come before us Your truth still marches on today You can count on us We promise to help protect the flame We stand together Whether wearing a cross Crest, moon, or star We stand with all our brothers Love who you love, be who you are.
Sky in the sky. 